Welcome to the I Fired My Boss Franchise Podcast. My name is Dan Claps, founder and CEO of Franchise Playbook, a franchisor platform where we create, own, and operate dynamic franchise brands in the mobile services space. My life's goal is to help people just like you fire their boss and become a business owner. And I'm Christian Dadalak, top franchise consultant and co-founder of Real Franchising, a leading franchise consulting firm. And together, we're on a mission to help people fire their boss, hire themselves, and live the American dream through franchise ownership. All right, all right, all right. What is going on, franchise friends? This is uh, your co-host here, Christian Dadalak, Dadalak like Cadillac. No Dan Claps here today, so just a solo episode for me. And uh, I'm recording this a couple of days before Thanksgiving, so I thought it would be appropriate to touch on a message that I'm sure no other podcast out there is touching on right now, which is gratitude and being thankful. <laughs> but in all seriousness, of course, they're all talking about that. But I did want to talk about it because I do think it's important to be grateful and to be thankful. And I know that sometimes if you're anything like me, it can be a little bit of an eye roll moment when someone's telling you or using the phrase, got to have an attitude of gratitude, man. You just have to be thankful, be grateful, man. And write down the top three things you're grateful every morning. I know it can be a little obnoxious. We've all heard it a thousand times. And sometimes the people that are espousing that message could be anything but exciting and interesting, I guess. And so anyway, eye roll moment. But I do think that there is something to be said about truly being thankful. And I want to relate that to the opportunities that that we all have through franchising, whether you're a franchisor, a franchise development director, you're somebody that is a franchisee or thinking about becoming a franchisee or anything in between. Maybe you're a vendor in the franchise industry, but I think it's just an excellent moment to just take a step back and say, thank you. And I'm grateful. And to focus on the things that are going well, because it's so easy. And this is the natural default mentality mindset for humans as a species. We're survivors. We are geared, our minds, our brains are wired around spotting threats, spotting things that could possibly kill us. We're survivors. So because we're survival-based creatures, and that's what our minds naturally focus on, we do focus on the threats. We do focus on the things that can kill us. And so we do need to actively be grateful, actively focus on the things that are going well, the things that are going right, the opportunities we have moving forward. And so I wanted to take a quick message to, to do that today. And I think a great place to start would just be to say thank you all of you for continuing to tune into the I Fired My Boss franchise podcast. We obviously wouldn't have a podcast. It wouldn't be meaningful if there was no one on the other side listening and saying, yeah, what you guys are espousing and really less so us, but probably more so the guests we have on, but saying, no, you guys are having valuable guests on. And and if if the guests didn't come on who we're extremely thankful for, and if if you on the other side weren't here to listen, then this podcast wouldn't really mean a whole heck of a lot. So just want to say thank you I know that I can speak for Dan and for myself and saying we're incredibly grateful that you guys tune in week to week and and give us a listen. And, and we're thankful for all of the messages we get, the information that's shared with us about how valuable the podcast is for them, how it's helped them in some way in their franchise journey. And so that just means a lot to me that you guys continue to, to tune in here. And, you know, it's been a heck of a journey. I'm just grateful to be able to 
film this podcast and to be able to get on some just tremendous guests that have done incredible things within the franchise world, like Ryan Zink, like Jeff Herr, Eric Van Horn, and you name it. I mean, just a tremendous amount of people we've been able to have on. Josh Skolnick, Zach Butler, Brian Scudamore. The list goes on and on. And for, for Dan and I, Dan having been on Jordan Belfort's Wolf of Wall Street podcast, and for me being on Bradley's Dropping Bombs podcast, I mean, just those opportunities that franchising has afforded us. So I'm just grateful and thankful for franchising. But I think it's just important to take a step back and to realize that because I, I have friends that are friends from you know high school or college. And if you look at social media and you look at the things that they're focused on, or if you're in any group chats with friends from high school or whatever it is, and you realize that, gosh, just the, the, the natural bent of the conversation is towards complaining and being negative or being incredibly sarcastic about reality and just having an attitude that is just snarky and it's mocking and it's, and I hate the word toxic because it's so overused and it's another one of those eye roll moments, but it's true. I think that it is toxic to be, you know, if you're in most circles, unless you're talking, you're, you're around and in the right rooms, and maybe this says something about me here, but, um, but I don't engage in a lot of those friend groups. But in any case, you're still in those group chats and you kind of see what they're talking about from time to time. And a lot of it is very negative. And I'm grateful and I'm lucky to be in circles in the franchise community where that's not the case. People are focused on improving, getting better, growing. And I believe that you're either growing or you're dying and you're either advancing, you're taking steps forward or you're taking steps back. There is no such thing as being neutral. And so being in rooms and surrounding ourselves with people that are growing, are advancing, have their sights on the future, getting better, growing, improving, that is a huge blessing. And I can't think of a better place to, to do that and to find people that think that way than the franchise industry. If you look on social media, if you look in that group chat of, of whatever the case is, of, of friends from high school or whatever the case, it's very easy to find people that are complaining. And look, it is not hard to find something to complain about. Look around. You can talk about the economy. You can talk about the lack of opportunity. You can talk about people that annoy you. You can talk about frustrations in politics. I mean, you name it. Pick your favorite. Any excuse will do for why you're not winning. Any excuse will work as to why you shouldn't be grateful and why you should complain and why things aren't going your way. But I think when you start to put yourselves in the right rooms and you surround yourselves with people and get in better circles where people are, are focused on not those things, because that's the easy way out, right? That's the cheap way out. You can easily focus on the shit that's going wrong. Pardon my French. But it's a lot more difficult, a lot more courageous to focus on the things that require you to put in a little bit of effort to practice a little bit in terms of fixating your mind on the things that are going right and on things that can be improved and how we're going to improve them and what what can I do? What can I focus on that I can control? What actions can I take now? What thoughts can I center my mind around now? That's the more courageous route. And I think that's why I wanted to film this podcast and talk about this as a subject today because going into Thanksgiving... I think it's important that we remember to actively tune and bend our minds toward the positive. And I'm not saying fill your mind with BS. You got to be realistic. You have to be rooted in reality. I don't think there's really 
many people out there that are more pragmatic than I am, I'm very tuned in to the challenges that have presented themselves in our current economic climate, current business climate, and political climate. But I also realize that it's created opportunities. But I think, so my point is anyway, not to digress, but the point is not to lie to yourself and say that the challenges don't exist, but say, hey, in light of the challenges that exist, here are some things that are going well, or it could be worse, right? <laughs> optimism is, uh, I'm sorry, pessimism is saying things can't possibly get any worse. And optimism is saying, oh, yes, they can. And so I'm not saying be, uh, you know, looking at things as if it's always unicorns and rainbows all day, 24-7. But I am saying to focus on the things that are truly going right. And focus on, you know, ad admit and acknowledge the challenges, whether it's in your business, in a relationship, in your marriage, in life, in the economy, in politics, whatever the case is, you can acknowledge the things that could be better and that maybe aren't going well and challenges that have presented themselves. But I would encourage you to also think about and realize, A, things can be worse, that's for sure, but also B, what is going right? And what opportunities have presented themselves through these challenges because and this is a fundamental belief i have and i would i would encourage you to develop this belief too if you don't have it but i believe that every single challenge every single problem comes with an equal or even greater opportunity and isn't that who we are as entrepreneurs, isn't that what we do? Don't we talk about and don't we, isn't the value that we have in the world as entrepreneurs to be problem solvers? So if that's the case, if we're meant to be problem solvers and that's what we get paid to do, that is how we create value. There would be no opportunity to create value without problems. Then why are we not thankful for those problems? Why are we not grateful that there are challenges for us to solve. Think about that for a second. That's one thing that if I could do a, a paradigm shift for you and, and frankly for me as well, is to maybe be a little bit more grateful and a little bit more thankful for the problems and challenges in our lives. Because there, if there weren't challenges to solve, if there weren't problems, things to improve, things to opportunities to create a better way of doing something or offering a product or service or whatever the case is, then we would not have opportunities as entrepreneurs and we wouldn't have opportunities within franchise, period. Period. So think about that. Think about the problems that you're grateful for and the challenges you're grateful for. And think about the opportunities you have and be thankful for those opportunities to solve those challenges, not just for yourself, but for others. Because ultimately, Creating value has to do with solving problems. And to do that, you have to have the problems in the first place. So anyway, something to, to think about and to be tremendously thankful for is the fact that we do have opportunities to solve problems and that there are opportunities to be solved, uh, problems to be solved, rather. And so be grateful. Um, so I'm grateful for, for all of you, again, for tuning into the podcast. I'm grateful for uh, sponsors that we've had. I'm grateful for the amazing guests that we've been able to have on. I'm grateful for my co-host, Dan Claps, who has been a tremendous friend of mine, who's been a great uh, leader 
in franchising, a, a, an excellent role model for people that are thinking about becoming a franchisor. I mean, he's doing some pretty incredible things as a very early stage franchisor, but growing very quickly, doing all the right things, building the right way. So just, Dan, if you're listening to this, just thanks for providing an amazing example with Franchise Playbook and Voda Cleaning and Restoration. I'm grateful for you, your entire team over there. Of course, I'm grateful for Franchise Sidekicks, the franchise advisory group, company, whatever you want to call us, and the ability to kind of be like an intrapreneur and build my own book of business within a, a much greater organization that's truly doing some incredibly disruptive things within franchising. And we're just getting started. And so I'm, I'm just incredibly grateful to be around a team of A players with Franchise Sidekick, guys like Ryan Zink, Tyler, uh, my coach, Anthony Hudson, uh, Mike Silverman. I mean, just the rest of our team. Everyone on our team is just a stud and a stud ad and just an absolute A players. And I'm grateful and thankful for all of them. And and uh, and I'm grateful for the opportunity to be in the franchise industry. The ability to do what I do is truly a blessing. Getting the opportunity to teach people about entrepreneurship and business ownership through franchising and getting to match them with the right opportunities for them. I love that. It's not just money for me. It's how I put food on the table for myself, sure. But it's also the way that I feel purpose in the world. And so I'm just grateful for that opportunity and grateful for everyone along the way who has helped me, helped Dan. And I would encourage you, um, again, this isn't about me. This podcast is about all of you listening. And so I would encourage you to do the same. Think about the things that you're grateful for, the reasons that you're thankful to have found franchising or really, as the joke we always say, what are the reasons you're grateful that franchising found you? Because I know that franchising found me. I think Dan can probably say that. I think most of us that are in franchising, if not all of us, can say that franchising found us. And so think about that. Come up with, I know you've heard it a thousand times, but come up with three to five reasons you're thankful for franchising. Share it with people. Maybe put something on LinkedIn, make a post and tag us. You know, do hashtag I fired my boss franchise podcast and say three to five things that you're grateful for regarding franchise, the franchise industry. And for me, it's, it's the relationships first and foremost. I love my friends in the industry. Even people that are on paper, technically competitors. I love the collaborative nature of this industry. And I'm so grateful to have tremendous role models and examples to learn from. I, I, enough said. Incredible people within the franchising. And then, of course, the opportunity itself. The opportunity not just to, to, to do good, but to do well for ourselves financially, and to grow, like the opportunity for growth in franchising is unparalleled. You cannot succeed in franchising, in business ownership, if you are not growing as a human being. How are you going to solve bigger and bigger problems if you're not becoming a bigger and bigger person? And not literally, obviously, <laughs> but you're, you're becoming somebody that is growing in your skills, growing in your knowledge, growing in your capacity to deal with problems and to solve problems and to offer value. You cannot grow and get to the next level in franchising or really anything, but especially in this industry, if you're not reinvesting into yourself. And so what a great opportunity that franchising provides. It's a personal development program that has a compensation package attached to it. You have to get better as a person in this industry to succeed. And so you get 
You don't have to, you get to develop as a human being in franchising. And which I think is not true of many other industries that you could be in and things that you could be doing with your time and ways that you could make money. You, you, can, you can survive and be stagnant in all kinds of other opportunities. And again, you're, I believe you're growing or you're dying, but you could give the appearance at least in the short term that you're treading water and doing well and take your paycheck, your guaranteed salary and put in just enough effort not to be fired. And that's an option. That could be you out there, but you're not really growing. There's no real impact. You're not helping other people. So for a lot of those reasons, I'm incredibly grateful for franchising and the opportunities it's afforded me. And I'm incredibly grateful for all of you for having and continuing to tune into the I Fired My Boss Franchise podcast. And so again, think about what you're grateful for within franchising, outside of franchising. And let's start to focus also on what comes next, right? Let's, let's be thankful for the, fa- for the past, but let's be thankful for the present. And let's be thankful and excited about and grateful for the opportunities to do more, to do better, to do bigger in the future. So let's start thinking about what does 2024 look like? If you're not already prepping for 2024, you're wrong. You're behind. Yes, we have to finish the year strong. We need to, we need to focus on Q4, getting everything we can, squeezing every last drop we can, helping as many people as we can, getting things over the finish line. I get it. But if you're not prepping and setting your mind on the opportunities, not the problems, well, the problems in re- related to the opportunities they present, but you're not fixated on what's wrong and complaining about it, but you're focusing on in 2024, what opportunities, and I'm not going to tell you the answer, but what opportunities are presenting themselves for 2024 in the economy? Like what kind of economic challenges do we have right now? Interest rates still very high. Inflation, maybe getting a little bit corrected, but not as much as we would have hoped. Housing costs, high because inventory is low. Interest rates, still high. Housing is unaffordable. But rather than focus on, so those are, those are challenges, but what are some possible opportunities that can present? You know, one franchise I have in mind, I won't name the brand on here, but a brand that builds accessory dwelling units, ADUs. I know that that's a topic that a lot of real estate business influencers are talking about right now. And so that's taking a, a challenge. We're six and a half million homes short of inventory in the United States, which props up housing prices. And then you add on insanely high interest rates on top of that. And housing is unaffordable for most people. And so you could complain about that. You can B-I-T-C-H about that. Or you could think about alternatives. And a lot of consumers are thinking about alternatives. And so who's going to offer that to them? And so there's a franchise that, that I'm fond of that I think is a great opportunity for the right person that allows people to build ADUs. Attached and detached ADUs, garage conversions for people that they need somewhere to live. But buying a house is tough. Most seniors, 70% of them would prefer not to go to an assisted living facility. And so there are alternatives. Can you offer an alternative? Can you take the challenge? And this is just an example, right? Can you, but can you take a challenge in like the economy and think about how that might present some opportunities? 
and how you can solve that problem or provide an alternative to remedy the solution, to scratch that itch. So think about some of those things in 2024. Think about what challenges in the economy, in the political landscape, in your state, in your local market that you could help solve through franchising as a franchisor, as a franchisee, as a franchise development director, helping people to get connected with and move forward with great franchise opportunities. There's tons of challenges, but again, that's a good thing. We want challenges because like this franchise that I'm thinking of, that gives us the opportunity to solve challenges and in return for offering value and solving complex, tough challenges for the marketplace, we get rewarded financially and otherwise. So think about that. Take it in. I listen to podcasts all the time on the economy, on business, on trends and marketing and this and that, because I want to know where are the gaps? Because those gaps are the challenges which present the opportunities. That's what I want to know. So if you're not doing that stuff and you're not thinking about those things as we go into 2024 and you're focusing on the things that are easy to complain about, but not seeing the cha- the opportunities, the good part of the fact that those challenges exist, then you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong and you need to take a step back and reframe your mind a little bit so that 2024 can be incredible. And so that you can be thankful today. There's absolutely, if you're on this side of, of the earth, unless you're six feet under, you have every reason to be thankful. And trust me, I am someone that has been through his fair share of challenges in his life. So is everybody, right? No one, no one person's challenges are better or worse than another. Um, but I'm not somebody that, you know, I, I get what it's like to go through some real challenges. And so, but even through that, there's always the opportunity to look at what's going right, what can go better. Um, and then to work towards and work on the things that we have control over to affect that better and to create that reality. So without continuing to um, ramble on, I guess, I just want to say, again, thanks for continuing to tune into the podcast. I'm thankful for the franchise industry. I'm thankful for the podcast. I'm thankful for the friends and people I've met in in the franchise industry. And so at the end of the day, what are you grateful for? What are you thankful for? within franchising, outside of franchising? And what problems are you thankful for? What challenges are you thankful for that you can start prepping now to solve in 2024, add value to the marketplace and reap the benefit, both in terms of the feeling of truly helping people and solving a problem. And yeah, to make some money too, right? That's okay. So think about that. Think about the ways that you can add value in 2024 and be thankful for the problems. Be thankful for those challenges. Make a list of the challenges that you're thankful for because it will make you a better person. You will be better for the challenges. It will force you to grow. It will force you to get better. And over time, that will help you. That will provide for you and give you an edge out there in the marketplace and in the franchise industry. So... That's it. Hope you all have a wonderful Thanksgiving with your families. Hope you all think about a little bit about what I said here today. Hopefully it made sense. Um, I'm not the smartest guy out there, so maybe it didn't, but hopefully it did. And hopefully you got some value from it. 
And uh, so in any case, thanks again, everyone, for tuning in to another episode of the I Fired My Boss Franchise Podcast. And uh, as always, if you got any value out of this podcast, please share it. Please subscribe to the podcast. Please leave us a five-star review if you if you feel that it deserves a five-star review. And thank you for tuning in to another episode of the I Fired My Boss Franchise Podcast. Cheers. You're f***ing fired. If you want to say those words to your boss, make sure you head on over to ifiredmybosspodcast.com and fill out the form to schedule a no-cost consultation. And if you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe, leave a review, and share with a friend who might also want to fire their boss. Bye.